when evaluating personalities from the perspective of the sun and the moon in vedic astrology it gives a completely different picture and this is what we will analyze in this series with case studies without the case studies will be lost we'll have no reference points or perspectives on how to look at this from an objectively scientific logical perspective yeah so from the perspective of vedic astrology two guiding principles are the sun and the moon the two luminaries that guide and focus our energies as a soul in particular directions that's the principle the sun and the moon so number one the rule is the ascendant nakshatra has the energies of the rising sun your rising sign also the external male principle what you display in the world what the personality wants to show in the world the physical personality the ego structures extroversion traits which are displayed externally external drives external impulses external behaviors etc the sun is all about shining forward it brings forth anything that to shine in the world it's an external male principle is the first one we should see the ascendant nakshatra the next one is the moon nakshatra which has the energies of mind as translated to emotional content the subconscious desires the deep seated emotional tendencies and needs the introversion the emotional impulses you can also call it the emotional body this is the moon the second luminary so we are talking both about the display of external and internal and that's all we are in this polarized world when we come in as souls so let's evaluate with case studies one by one because we are talking about three kinds of ganas here the dev gana the manushya gana and the rakshasa gana and we are talking about ascendant and moon nakshatra in the placement in the birth chart so it gives us number of combinations which we shall see one by one now we see the combination of ascendant in manushya and moon also in manushya so both being manushya what characteristics does this lead to like social and communicative this person may have a natural ability to connect with others and may enjoy socializing and making new friends they may have excellent communication skills and be comfortable expressing themselves verbally verbally being the key there communicative they are also adaptable and versatile they may be able to adjust to new situations very quickly and easily and may be comfortable in a variety of settings they may be versatile in their interests and hobbies and may enjoy exploring new activities they are also analytical and logical they may possess a strong analytical and logical abilities and may be drawn to professions that require these skills they may be good at problem solving and may enjoy puzzles or other challenging activities they are also ambitious and goal oriented they may have a strong drive to succeed and may be focused on achieving their goals they may be competitive and enjoy challenges and may be willing to work hard to achieve success they are also responsible and reliable 
they may have a strong sense of responsibility and may be dependable and reliable in their personal and professional relationships they may be organized and be able to manage their time effectively people with this combination may be motivated by a desire for personal growth and may enjoy learning and exploring new ideas they may also be motivated by a desire for success and may be driven to achieve their goals and make a mark in this world now manushya in sanskrit means a human being understand that manushya in sanskrit means a human being and this gives us a picture of what we human beings are really about isn't it all the characteristics that we so far covered in this combination human beings are about social and communicative they are adaptable and versatile they are analytical and logical ambitious goal oriented responsible and reliable so this combination gives a very grounded kind of human being who wants to learn stuff learn things of everyday things science biology geology humanities law all kinds of sciences and knowledge base we have as human beings and we are still developing those as we go along so this is the characteristics now let's take a case study now let's analyze the chart of a lady by the name c her ascendant is in uttarashada and her moon is in uttarabhadrapada both of them being in manushya nakshatra so what does this give us what does this picture give us and also watch the elements she has a lot of fire and a lot of water energy that means a lot of passion and drive and a lot of emotion as well the earth and air are below average subdued so not much of practicality and mental energy they bring they bring fire and water that can be a little challenging combination because fire just gives the initiation to start something and water is the final moksha point which gives emotional point so this might be a little challenging they might need to find proper partners who can have a solid earth element you see anyway so uttarashada she is in the fourth pada which is capricorn going into pisces so although the ascendant is in capricorn one might think this person is more inclined towards grounded stuff but the earth element is very less as you can see there what does uttarashada mean in themes maintaining victory and status through responsibility whatever has been gained in the previous purva ashada is maintaining the victory in uttarashada positivity love tradition positive ancestral connection so the positive ancestral connection is there which is excellent establishment of new institutions workaholics kind of a little less here spouse is wiser than them in pada 4 that could be a theme what about the moon nakshatra which is uttarabhadrapada so the moon nakshatra now is in uttarabhadrapada which falls in pisces and her moon is in first pada which means pisces going into leo which means water going into fire again we can see the hints there how the elements going from fire and earth are happening in her chart 
So what is the energy of Uttara Bhadrapada? It is seeking permanence, stability in a fleeting world, endurance, realizing true emotional fortunes of life, scholarly counselors, and needing fame, analytical, passivity. So I can see a sense of scholarly counselors here more in her chart. Because even the Jupiter is in Pushya Nakshatra, which is all about teaching. I'm not taking which house consideration here, but we'll have to see that more details if you want to analyze this. But there is an energy considering just these factors of ascendant and the moon, both the nakshatras, and what we saw as the themes of Manusha Gana in ascendant and Manusha Gana in the moon speaks very loudly of a person who would be excellent in counseling, providing wisdom. Wisdom factor is a lot in this lady. She is born with that. She is the ancestral support of that. And if she strives and works towards providing knowledge and counseling, she'll be excellent at it. And she might want to do this in a mainstream kind of way, you know, learn about psychological counseling, become a counselor who is qualified, who has certifications of all kinds, studying kind of counseling, mainstream counseling, right? So this is how we study the nakshatras and see where the person can fare well and do well in terms of their talents and abilities, in terms of element presence in their chart. And we know what's the dominant driving force for their passions, for their desires, for their career and so on and so forth. Next, we shall be doing another combination of Rakshasa versus Rakshasa. In the meantime, take care, be safe.